0: Hi pals, this has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the Brand Mind Body old branding, all content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the Brown Mind Body Podcast with myself, Alex Blanks. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people, what we do, what we say, the choices we make and how we behave, and these things shape how we move through life. So it's time for us to do some work and shape ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Hello, hello, hello. Hi everyone. How is everyone doing? Welcome to 2020. Hurrah, we're in a new decade, as is Brown Mind Body. And although there's been a lot of hype around this new decade, I don't really think I feel as buzzed. I'm in a good mood, but I'm not as like buzzed for this whole new year, new me change thing. And I definitely don't want to bring that theme into this podcast. It's definitely not going to be about that. But I do want to tap into this transition from an end to the new or the end to the start of something, um, if I may, but I want to do it in a very brand mind-body way, and that's all about life learnings and what we can take forward, but not making them resolutions, just talking about kind of a roundup of what 2019 brought for me personally, but also a way that we could all kind of employ some of that thinking into um, our daily lives in whatever capacity feels right, or you can ignore it and just listen to the podcast. But either way, um, this podcast is going to be what I learned in twenty twenty. 2019 2020 what I learned in 2019 and what I can take forward in 2020 so I hope you enjoy um, and hope you had a really good new year I spent all New Year's Day hungover exactly how I planned doing it It was magnificent Um, I had a really big blowout in London and it was so good to come home to um, England. I haven't been home for nine months because I moved to Canada in April and it's just been such a warm welcome and such a big party. So yeah, whatever you did, I hope you brought it in in style and in a way that really made you happy. And here's to 2020. So welcome to section one, the first learning of 20, 2019 um, and one we can move easily into 2020 with. Um, but first, to context this first learning, I do want to talk a bit about the kind of ferocious nature of New Year's and how there is a big pressure around New Year's to change and to like move forward and progress somehow. I've always felt that. And, and I kind of feel a bit worn down by it. I feel that it's always put me in a state of you can't accept what is and you have to always do better or change or hit a next big milestone or um, you know better your last year there was never like a an understanding of what was going on as much or like what we had and and like what we were able to do and like all the ups and downs all the parts of the story and not just the the best bits and I've I felt a lot of that lately on social media like a lot of people posting best bits and I can understand why social media does fuel the fire and that com comparison trap where people feel like they're not good enough or not doing enough or feel like they need to do better so this is where I've come into my learning one which is acceptance and it's taken me a long while to get here because I was always um, hungry to change always hungry to change my circumstances if they perhaps didn't serve me or they didn't light me up anymore or I was always hungry to change myself because I didn't feel like I could fit in or I couldn't um I wasn't happy in where I'd got in life like where I was in in terms of like I guess this thing we called adulthood but also um I just always thought that life was meant to be lived in the fast lane and that you know to have the best life was to do everything and try everything and I think I've realized at 28 that that isn't the case and that living in that space is exhausting and it really is gosh something that you have to keep chasing you know once you start you can't stop it's a bit like a bag of quavers and um <laughs> I should say Pringles because that's the tagline but yeah you know what I mean just like you're just in it and once you're in it it's hard to get out of it you're just constantly looking for like what you can tick off your list list next um so yeah this year I have decided that acceptance was the biggest thing that I can take with me into 2020 and I mean that in a sense of like I've learned to accept that perhaps I can't do all the things I want to do um perhaps because I've realized that as a person I it doesn't suit me or um it's not in my ability or that when I do do it it just brings me a lot more hardship than it does enjoyment or perhaps I have like uh, more of a flow elsewhere so maybe I turn my attention to there and also I've acknowledged my ability and myself um instead of trying to change myself and always trying to be like oh I should be brilliant and a star at like all these different things I've learned that they're are various things I'm good at and I'm going to stick to them rather than trying to push and force everything that I've ever wanted to do. It's time to kind of like streamline, I think. And I've noticed that where I most feel happy is where I'm going to spend my time and attention. So I've accepted that. I've also accepted in myself more that I'll never be a size zero, size six. Um, I'm going to be how I am. And I've accepted that after 28 years and having just like such low self-esteem with my... My body and myself are not feeling as beautiful as like you know you 're meant to feel and like you 're meant to look like, and you know that was always a trap for me so now i 've come to realization that i 'm never going to be um you know the standard of beauty that was kind of always portrayed quite um aggressively through the last decade until now i guess and i 'm happy with that and i 'm fine with that and i 've come to accept my genes, my body style, what I like to eat, what I like to do, how I like to move. And in that, I've just found more solace. I found more calm, more peace and more ease in just waking up and and doing me in the day. I feel less like I've like have borrowed someone else's body. I'm like always trying to fight to get that next person's body or that next person's appearance. So this is a big kind of sense of calm that I've grasped with acceptance. And I think the overall sense of ease in my life due to not having to keep chasing or changing things is just really nice. I finally got there. My mum was always a big proclaim of this she was always like it's really nice when you can just be and accept who you are you know and I know this comes to different people at different times and mine came I guess later this year my late 20s 27 28 where I've just learned to just slow down a bit more and accept what is accept like who I am what I can do what I love what I don't love um what I'm passionate about what I'm not passionate about um yeah and it feels good it feels chill so I'm proud of myself and I hope that we can all find a bit more acceptance Um, and if you've ever struggled with anything in this realm please let me know (laughs) it's nice to know that we can all share in sometimes things that we don't always feel so proud of or that have been heavy for us to experience but yeah that was number one and number two is connection and wow this one took me so long to realize and grasp but connection is sacred and I've always been a bit of a lone wolf and always been a bit of a free spirit and like a bit of a nomad I guess. I'm quite used to just being in my own company even though I do love company and being around people. I do often find that if that gets too much I like to detach and then go off and do my own thing and the biggest thing for me is autonomy and having that freedom to move without feeling too much attachment to um, I guess other people or owing anyone anything and just having that like non-responsibility I guess and growing up in my 20s this was always like you know my biggest driver and it was my outlook on the world and enabled me to travel and be free and like always you know not like take ages to up and leave somewhere because I had a very streamlined life because I knew that this was my driving force but now in and I need to kind of like iterate that better by streamlined I mean like I would always like live in a house in London I wouldn't have too much stuff always thinking it was like a temporary situation you know I would never spend time to make my house a home as much as I perhaps other people I knew would um, because I always had this inkling in me that I kind of wanted to up and leave and like I guess with me I always knew that I wanted to kind of live in another country and travel a bit more so it was harder for me to understand the gravitas of relationships too Um, romantically mainly it was always like oh but what if we perhaps don't have the same future and then I'm always going to want to leave so it was always hard to like know how solid that would be and also with friendships and family like they were always special to me and they still are and nothing's changed until now and i really realized how much i relish them but before i loved them but i never knew how much i would need them and how important they are in this life we live um because i always used to be like oh i want to do everything on my own not only just to prove it to myself but i felt more freedom and more growth and um i liked doing things for just me and not having to perhaps wait on someone else or like my my time to be decided by someone else's preferences but after i kind of got all that out of my system and i've reached a place now at 28 where i feel like i relished the depth of connection so, 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 so much and the quality of my relationships in my life so much more than I ever have and I really want to hold on to them and nurture them more and relish them because I think before I possibly haven't done that as much and I put more attention on things I was chasing and that change thing I was talking about and like my, you know, the things I wanted and, you know, I wanted to be a bit more selfish in my, in my 20s leading up to now and now I just have a bit more capacity for the connection that I crave the depth the people and I'm willing to like I think I have more capacity now to like be to share my time with other, others if perhaps they have a preference to do something I'm willing to negotiate that whereas before I just wasn't in that headspace where that came into play so for me connection is sacred and it did take moving countries again to Canada this time more for like a settling feeling rather than Australia before when I moved and I just felt like I needed just to experience life in a new way and to kind of detach from England a bit um yeah so this year in 2019 I moved to Canada and um from England and I felt that that allowed me to really understand who was in my life more importantly where how I spent my time when I wasn't at work and doing my personal hobbies and perhaps you know moving my body and that void that was there for a while in um, Canada and really understanding that space that I had for connections, friends and family, um, really came to the surface. I and then eight months there, it does take time to kind of form bonds and create connections. But it did allow me that time to reflect on everything I had back in the UK and some of the global friends I made, and just think, wow, these people in my life and the you know the the chances I got to meet new people have been amazing, and I just I'd really relish that and it's really hard I find these days to find someone you can be really yourself with and to be really authentic with and to just like take off your cool with you know it's okay it can with people who you know perhaps share same interests as you and stuff but the real depth of connection comes when you can just take off your cool and just be like this is who I am ugly parts and all like here's the depth of me inside i'm going to tell you about the ugly parts i'm going to tell you about the great parts and then that acceptance of just being with each other and when you just feel that that's that sweet spot but it's really hard to come by and it takes years of nurture and growth to get there and it's only just this year i realized that like yes it does and the people i do have in my life i really relish and i used to be someone who had so many different friendship groups from different walks of life and due to my period of just like lots of change in my life this is how it's come about and now I realize instead of seeking more and like kind of holding on to the larger friendship groups, perhaps I did keep when I was in my younger twenties, the people in my life now who i 'm in contact with or who you know I'm, i spend time with, I just feel so honored to have that, and I just really want to spend more time and attention nurturing them this time rather than just keeping going out seeking, which again ladders back to point one um, so more a focus on the now and what I have now in general seems to be recurring theme and I did lose a really dear friend to me um earlier this year well last year and it's I think that really shook me and um it was a person I could be really authentically myself with and when that person left I just felt like this huge hole of like people I could just call up and be like this is how I'm feeling can and can you just you know provide solace and when that circle diminishes and that like connection diminishes you really realize What you had and what you have, so yeah, Um, I would encourage everyone to think about what's going on in their life now and who they have in it, Um, and yeah, just spread a little gratitude. I know you probably do, but spread even more. Um, Number three, being honest is helpful. Forward slash selfish. Felt selfish if I could speak. Um, So the thing about this is, it's taken me a long time to be fully honest and live in my honesty, primarily because. I've been a people pleaser for such a long time and I've always wanted to be liked by everyone and I'm happily owning this and I've actually realised I could say it easily like this past year and be like this is how I am I'm not afraid but how that has kind of not served me in the past is the fact that I've kind of I guess people pleased at the cost of myself and with this that's not really serving what I want and what I need to I guess feel really loved and listened to and heard and seen and autonomous and this year I think you know joining Lululemon and being around people who live of a similar like you know in similar values um, being honest is one of them and if something isn't serving you something isn't making you happy something's getting on your nerves something's wrong at home something's not going right with the work you're doing um you know something's gone wrong in your personal life and it's like a family matter and it's urgent you know just being honest and transparent about this with the people that you're kind of coming into contact with day to day or your connections is really important and I started to do this it's a very long journey and I'm I'm on it but I'm proud of that just to start with because it was always really hard to be like look I'm having a bad day and I might not be able to do this or that project went really bad and I would have really liked to have seen this, this, and this. So next time, can we make sure that happens? Um, And then likewise, like perhaps if it wasn't in a work context, I felt like I've been able to be more honest with the people in my life that are like my personal connections. So my friends and my partners and people I'm meeting, like if I'm not feeling good, I'm going to tell them. And that means I might not be able to show up as my more vibrant, fluffy self. And more importantly, I don't really want to fake it. It feels so horrible now having to go to a thing when I feel inauthentically like bubbly and have to put it on for the sake of like saving face and like keeping the mood. And I was always queen of that and no one would probably have guessed, but I was like hiding inside that I really need just a day to myself. Or perhaps I didn't even realise that I needed that. And I think that was a long, you know, period of turmoil, not realizing that my inner world was like, you need to go and recharge and like chill and be more introverted. But on the surface I thought, oh I've been invited to this, this and this, someone expects me at this, or I should probably go meet this person because he made plans. I would do it and then at the cost of not feeling good myself at the end of it and feeling exhausted and feeling like I've just kind of put on a face a bit. And it never really felt authentic. So this year I've kind of turned to doing that more. And with that I felt more empowered and more lifted and generally more like strong in myself and loved because I'm standing up for me. So... Yeah, in both work and personal situations, I feel like being a bit more honest and not honest in every sense of the word, because I just don't think that's always appropriate. You know, some people, you know, don't need to, like, hear everything you're thinking and feeling. But if it comes if it boils down to you sharing your honesty about what you need to to feel the best and show up the best, then I recommend it. Um Yeah, I think it's a really important part of self-love and recognizing your own self-worth as well as balancing the worth of others. So, yeah. Uh, And last but not least, stress is caused by being here but wanting to be there. And this was a quote I heard um, not too long ago, actually, by Eckhart Tolle, who's um, a spiritual teacher and works quite a lot with Oprah Winfrey. And he's awesome and he's so wise and so humble and quiet and interesting so if you don't know of him I, sh- I recommend you go uh research him but he has lots of like um writings and articles online videos he's he started his own online course but he was um originally more of like a humble um character and now he's kind of blown up as the world of spirituality has taken off lately but wanting to be wanting to be there but being here is a big cause of our stress. It means that our current situation isn't how we saw it and what we want it to be. And we're dreaming of a more ideal situation, whether it be work-related, family-related, personal relationship-related, body-related, health-related, you name it, anything. That that, um, statement can be applied to any facets of our life. And I really love this because, again, it goes back to me just always striving to change things things I didn't like things I wanted to do to get because they were more flashy or they were better and I'd be stressed because I couldn't get there couldn't get there quick enough and or I didn't look like that um in it like just by going to the gym like 10 times you know I I was was finding I was getting defeated by always wanting to be there and not being here and that caused me a lot of angst and that is exhausting in itself like energy is dissipated and I guess this goes like 360 goes back to point one about acceptance just being more appreciative of what is going on now and patient and understanding with what we have now and the abilities we have now um I felt like I was never really content but I was wanting to be there it meant I was always future focused and never now focused so it's just like a mindset switch back to the present which is kind of all um which is rooted in Eckhart Tolle's teachings really by being more present you can just unlock so much more and just always being at speed you know like being there not being here means you're always like moving there's no sense of stillness there's like a pace to it and with that the pace like everything is fired up inside you and I think for me that really affected my anxiety and stress and with that I had symptoms like other symptoms that would just be like perpetual behaviors that were more damaging than they were good so I think that really opened the loop to some destructive behaviors and lifestyles and like just never taking time for me and settling and being still and you know conserving energy for important things or things that served me in the moment it was always like conserving energy for things that might happen in the future and like we know we are never promised that so yeah um it also has allowed me to appreciate the nuances of every moment that is happening now and happening here so for example i used to kind of try not to be in conflict or try not to be in really awkward situations because i would just absorb it and i couldn't <laughs> couldn't deal with it but now i feel a bit more comfortable living through that and with my newfound acceptance and honesty i feel like i can just show up in those awkward conflicts or moments better and you know either assert myself or know when to like not assert myself in order to protect what i'm feeling and you know learn through it and just go through it and not try and avoid it i can problem solving the ups and downs now you know I don't always have to avoid the downs so if anything that's a really great learning and a really like strong ability I think for myself to be able to to get through and to you know use so yeah they're my four big learnings of 2019 and something and things I want to take into 2020 so one is acceptance two is connection is sacred three is being honest is helpful forward slash selfish and four is stress is caused by being here but wanting to be there by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah so um, I hope you found some insight in that and if any of them resonate with you please let me know I'd love to hear from you and let me know how you feel about these shorter podcasts. I want to start making them all bite-sized and working with them in conjunction with my blog so I've actually written this in blog part blog post format and if you want to check it out it's brandmindbody.blogspot.com or .co.uk it will come to my blog link and it's a bit kind of like retro because it's like old school blog but I love it because it has like years of insight from when I used to just write in my younger days to now and although it wasn't a regular thing it's still got like lots of chunky stuff there so I've written that new blog post up there if you fancy reading it instead with some cute gifts and everything But um, yeah, check it out. Let me know what you think. And hit me up on Instagram. I'm at A underscore blanks. That's B-L-A-N-X. And send me any DMs, queries, ideas. If you want to join me on a show, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And let me know what you learned in 2019. Peace out, guys.